0: Hello and welcome to the Minskos table. Today we are having a podcast and we have uh, Mons and Jonas with me today. How are you doing, Mons? i I'm great. Uh, I was at a big party last night, so I'm feeling a bit tired today. But otherwise I'm doing
1: fine. The electric
0: car almost died on the way here. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I did. It was uh, 38 degrees below freezing and uh, my electric car did not like that.
0: And we could rapidly mention that's also why uh, uh, Martin isn't here today. Because uh, it's so cold. So he had uh, the shower had frozen. Yeah, the yeah. pipe froze <laughs> and he couldn't shower. shower. So he yeah. had to fix that.
2: Jonas? One of the upsides of living in the northern parts of Sweden. Yeah, it's uh, great. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, also feeling a bit of the cold. Uh, planned on going out skiing, but it uh, wasn't really the weather for it.
0: Oh,
1: a bit too cold.
2: Yeah. Uh, I wanted to take a
0: quick mention and say that... Welcome, this is uh, our podcast. We have so many new viewers, so I reckon that not everybody has seen the podcast. Probably not. Probably not. And we are also trying out something a little bit different today. We are discussing the latest battle report. So uh, we feel that we want to become better at the game. And the comments that we get from our video is... So valuable that we want to really take it in, discuss the rules that we have done wrong, why they are wrong or right, so that we can learn and stop doing the mistakes and also giving the opportunity to US viewers to become better at the game with us.
1: Yeah, so we're going to go through a bit of the comments, but... uh, uh, the Old World is a complex game, like Eighth yeah. Edition was. Like we played we have played Eighth Edition for, for years and we still make m- mistakes in almost every game. Like it's it's really hard to do a, a perfect game.
0: Yeah, and I and I think that this kind of podcast where we discuss the rules in detail is fine to do at eight edition too, even yeah. if we have played in a long time. Now it's extra helpful because old world is so new that we can go into the nitty bitty things. So if you don't like to discuss the real the rules in detail. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but this is going to be one of those episodes that <laughs> we're going to go into, the, try to go into the little bit of details and this is why and this is yeah. why not. This yeah. is what we did wrong and this is how it's supposed to work. And yeah. yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. Because we all dream about the f- perfect game that actually playing the game correctly. Yeah.
2: But to add to that as well, uh, when we go through the battle reports, it could be an ample opportunity to discuss some tactics as well. Yeah. Like perhaps not a rules mistake, but a tactical mistake, and that's plenty to learn from as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. but I have to say, like it, it's harder to play a perfect game when you are filming, of course, because filming takes away your attention from parts of the game. Like you still have to keep like a good flow going, and yeah. it can take like eight hours and all of that. Yeah. So you're a bit, uh, you have a bit of a handicap when when you are filming. But
0: um, but I don't like excuses. No, no. We, we're gonna <laughs> play the perfect game on camera. <laughs> we are. We are, yeah. but, uh, but maybe not uh, Maybe not tomorrow. <laughs> I got stuck in
1: your yeah. microphone. Cable. Yeah, we have a super <laughs> studio. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but to add, one of the upsides of playing on camera is the feedback that you get from the community. Because yeah. like, I think I've learned so much from reading the comments. And at times, people on YouTube might be like feeling like this is criticism. I really don't feel like it is. No. And it's super fine to make mistakes as long as you don't repeat them. And that's exactly what the comments help with. Yeah. Like you did this, and this is wrong according to the rules, and then we can adapt and learn from it.
1: So yeah, but uh, one thing about that, we're repeating <laughs> the mistakes. Usually, when we <laughs> when we recording this, we have already recorded a bad report that we yeah. are gonna release, yeah. and that might have some of the <laughs> mistakes that we got uh, feedback on on this latest latest one. Yeah, so that's <laughs> yeah. That's,
0: a, that's another part that I feel that we can give to the viewers with this podcast. We can give some behind the scenes, yeah. what it actually is that we are doing and how like one of the things that maybe not everybody knows that everybody have ordinary jobs we have kids and families and we have to make things work so it's we have to do some picking when we do videos and how long they can be and such yeah but i don't think people believe that we can support ourselves uh, (laughs) doing this that that would be a huge
1: huge dream but with like 2300 subscribers that's um, it's gonna be a lot of noodles, not <laughs> noodles, no, no but it's. Uh, I,
0: I like, I like, I like knowing things about like Games Workshop, the business. Yeah. And when I didn't be a part of this channel, I n- know nothing about YouTube, how how the algorithm works, how comments makes things better, and frankly, I I don't really care now either. But it's fun to see when you have the channel, you can see statistics and how everything is going, and it's interesting and we can have some sprinkle on something information yeah, Pro- yeah. probably someone is uh, curious about it yeah yeah
2: and um, feel free to ask about it if, if there's anything we can provide insight on yeah yes, yeah do post it in the comments and the latest battle port we played that was was that me and jonas yeah that played
1: yep. we played empire against high elves, high elves. yeah or that was uh, the match uh, uh,
2: what are they called now? The of the realm, the High Elf realms. High really Elf realms. Called.
0: Yeah. yeah. But before we get ahead of ourselves, uh, we are. Um, this is also a, a kind of a bro update, or what you call it. We we don't often have to spend time with each other, except when we play Warhammer. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we don't actually know what we have done accept that so i would like to know do do you do you have something on the painting table or have you done something
2: cool i'm super happy that i finally invested in a an airbrush yeah it's such a difference like i never knew how i could manage to paint without it i've been (laughs) nagging you for years (laughs) to get an airbrush and uh, so i got my demon army uh, ready for the fallen tournament Uh, i'm working on my bretonia i I'm uh, a bit salty about not getting the models uh, since last week uh, because I planned on bringing them to Yumio for playing there and I have like three weeks to finish them. Yeah it took like
1: like you got them like two weeks after release right it took that long before you got yeah them. like
2: yeah. Uh, the release was the 20th of January and I got them like four days ago yeah
0: <laughs> there's been some Serious supply yeah. s- chain issue, both in Europe, like in Germany, there's Euro- Germany and France, there have been yeah. some supply issues. And I also think that games for just in re- n- general have had a busy time with this release. Yeah,
2: yeah and I bet there are people, I, I kind of know that people in the uh, States as well have had some issues with uh, deliveries.
0: Yeah. Yeah and but, we ordered uh, both from
1: our local game store and from Games Workshop after this stuff sold out from a local game yeah. store and from a lo- local game store we got it like 2 3 days after release but Games Workshop was like 2 weeks yeah, yeah. so, yeah. so support your friendly
2: local game stores yeah yes. <laughs>
1: this is good time
0: and mons have you uh, been painting anything
1: I have been painting, but I've been away. uh, I've been uh, abroad in Norway for for about a week. And I brought with me the big box of Tomb Kings. So I've been gluing uh, Tomb Kings at the hotel. (laughs) So I'm about halfway done with the box, maybe. Uh, So that's what I'm currently doing. But I'm also painting some high elves for the tournament in Umeå. There's the first old world tournament that we are going to, with at least me and Jonas. And that's the first weekend of March,
0: I believe. So I have some stuff I need to paint for that. Yeah. It's, it's going to be fun to see how uh, how Old World works in a tournament setting. Looking forward to having comments on that. I want to touch, when I remember this, that we had a comment like today or yesterday from the first podcast. So someone listened to an old podcast and made a comment. And yeah. what he discussed and told us about was that he was a player that had been playing the game uh, Total War, Warhammer. Yeah. And he hadn't played any miniatures, and we had a question: How how will they feel when they come to old world? And he wrote down a big comment on how some things that he experienced, and one of the things that he was so sad about is he can't buy anything. Yeah, is he can't sold get more Yes, yeah, everything is sold out. So it's it was sad, very. <laughs> <laughs> to, to see that okay, here's a new player coming in, and it's probably one of the things that Games works really hoped for—that people who played the video game would come in and want to play with the figures—and he can't buy anything.
1: No, I, I that that is a big a bit of a problem, especially with the pre-list that sold out. But yeah. now I think it's back in in order, back in stock again. But. Not only like the pre-release boxes, but all the stuff you can use for Old Worlds for
0: the other factions that are yep. played in AOS. Yeah.
1: All that stuff also sold out. Yeah,
0: uh, I kind of got a fear of missing out on a rulebook because I had a f- the the digital one. Yeah. And uh, yesterday or the day before, the local store said, oh, we have two copies of the local. Went up in order. <laughs> <laughs> well, so... Uh, but we can head into the battle report. Like you said, it was high elves. Oh no, uh, Elf, uh, yeah, high elves. High elves, elves but uh, high elven realms. High elven realms, or something. And like the high elves realms. High <laughs> elves <laughs> <Elf laughs> realms. <and the> Empire. <laughs> We're gonna learn someday. We're gonna learn. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to first discuss the battle report itself. So when you made the army, yeah, and you now you have played the list. We start with the high elves list. Was you, Were you happy with the list that you made? I
1: have to say that I, I was I was pretty happy. Uh, I used uh, a lot of flying units, and I yeah. used uh, dragons and the, the frostart Phoenix. And I think especially like the big monsters, the dragon, the frostart Phoenix, work really, really well. Uh, the, only, the only thing I had kind of a, a problem with was that I used Spearman. And I used a, quite a, a small block, and I didn't put any wizards or any stuff in it. And they just became like a liability. So you really have to every unit you have in your army needs to have a purpose. Mm. And I think that was the big mistake that the Spearman didn't really have a place. Um, but otherwise I think the monster
0: hammer, the hero hammer is, uh, is there.
1: Yeah, I think its
0: we're going to say that this is a spoiler alert because we're going to spoil yeah. everything that happened in that battle report. If you, if you want to see the battle report. Go and watch it. It's this is we are gonna discuss battle report two, yeah. of uh, old world. Uh, but Might be some comments from one as well. Yeah, we we we're gonna about... because we didn't do any episode on that, so we're gonna take some comments from the first one. But we're gonna take that in the like last part of the video. Yeah. Um, but um, so so the list that you had made, what was the game plan? The game plan was basically to use the the big
1: monsters and the flying units to position myself in such a way that I couldn't get charged. Basically use superior mobility to to control the game. That was basically the plan. And I knew beforehand that Jonas was playing Empire. And they have a lot of artillery, cannons and stuff. And when you have two eagles, you have some fast cav, you can easily hunt hunt that down. So so the plan was to to dominate the field in, in mobility And in this game, you can also use dragons and stuff and just win combat. You couldn't really do that in in 8, not in the same way, because you could easily get just...
2: Bogged down. Yeah, Yeah. you
0: could just lose uh, losing combat resolution because you don't disrupt. And uh, Jonas, game plan with the Empire list. What was your game
2: plan? Uh, I was kind of going for a defensive setup. I figured that Mons was trying to get in there with his flying units. So I tried to keep everything like close and tight together. But the scenario we were playing had a uh, building in the midst of the uh, playing field. And it was really hard like to get around that. Because I wanted to have line of sight for my war machines. But I couldn't really get a good spot or deployment for them. Other than the side. And I, then I felt like I'm going to be like super choked if I put everything in the because it was that uh, deployment area where you had nine inches from the side. So I couldn't really like get yeah, it was a called, good line of sight. It was called Blood and Glory, but it's something else now, I think. Yeah, so uh, whenever you have
1: 18 inches in and, and nine from the
2: side. Yeah, and uh, it's, it w- was a really fun like deployment or like tactical choice. I don't think that I made the right one. <laughs> <laughs> But the Mons was lining up for Liz like his uh, fast cab going one side, and then he had uh, his main unit of Phoenix Guard coming the other side with the, the um, chariot, and then he had these flying units to like support wherever they needed. Yeah. So it was kind of like a interesting setup from the start, I thought. Uh, But then when we started clashing, it became really evident that uh, I had made a mistake at the beginning.
1: But I think that the train favored me. We had a big train piece in the middle and I have five units with Fly. And he is playing on an artillery list so I can hide most of my army (laughs) from (laughs) your shooting units. So I think the train definitely favored me.
0: We, We have had a discussion and feeling that this is kind of a little bit of a hero hammer that having a big unit having a big monster I would say, a behemoth and a lord on it, is very powerful. And I think we saw that in the video too, that they are so hard
2: to take down. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, like one of the things that I think is interesting in the old world is that now you can equip champions with medical items. Like yeah. common medical items up to twenty five points worth is normally the case that you can give them. And I think that there is still like ample room to experiment with uh, like well, mid tier
0: uh, when going through the rule comments i had to go and check all the rules and see where the comments went from and i felt then that there's a lot of nuances and a slo- lot of small things
2: that we haven't touched on yet so yeah. there's there's a lot of things to explore yeah like hero uh, putting a hero on a big thing is like the cool thing to do so people are going to like find it out quite quickly that oh the cool thing I just did is really strong, It but is, but I strong. think that there are like, it's, it's a complex game as we mentioned, and I think that there are plenty of builds that are going to surprise us when we move into and learn more about the game.
0: I haven't, I, I haven't seen it myself quite yet. How do you take them down? Yeah. Uh, spoil, spoiler for, for the next uh, bad report.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Monster Slayer is, is quite good. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's and, a rule for that. Yeah, there, there's a rule for that. And, and there's ways to get it through magical items and, and stuff. And I think that, like we saw in maybe 8th edition, the spell scrolls were like auto-include. And I, I wouldn't say that Monster Slayer is auto-include, but I think it will be quite prevalent. Because okay. it's, it's a very... Very good way to take down monsters.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, as long as there is there is a way to take the tactics down, that's the f- most fun part when you make a tournament list and you have to t- consider four or five opponents with different lists. That's the f- that's my favorite list to do. The list yeah. that can handle. All kind of both scenario-wise and different opponents, and as long there there is a balance and you can do one way, I think it's fine. You can have you can have one really powerful thing, but if it's one or two things that can take it down, it's yeah. fine.
2: Yeah. It's kind of like in eight edition that uh, you have like monsters are strong in eight edition. It's just that cannons are so strong that they thwart them. So you have that like meta. If nobody brings our uh, war machines. Yeah. then it's perfectly fine to bring a powerful mage on a dragon, but uh, I think as soon as people start bringing the counter plays, then you are in a tough spot.
1: But I think it's mainly three things that makes monsters good now. One of them is that cannons are weaker. Like artillery is weaker in general. Yeah. Uh, number two is that monsters now can actually disrupt uh, because yep. of the unit strength. And number three, I think that a lot of things has gotten more attacks. Monsters have a bit more attacks. Heroes have a bit more attacks. And Especially in the way that the game is set up now, we only fight in the in the front row. Extra attacks is more valuable than before. So I think those
0: three things together
1: make monsters good, mm. really good.
0: Do you have a uh, Jonas? Do you have a, a VIP who was the most valuable unit? Priest of Ulrich. Uh, Priest of yeah, Ulrich. Yeah, yeah. I, th-
2: I think that unit's super broken. <laughs> super fun to bring as well. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's he had that good. Um, a prayer w- where you couldn't stop the prayer, right? Yeah, he's he's like a toolbox in of itself. He has three prayers. One makes it so that your infantry unit or cavalry unit as well gets an additional d3 on the charge distance. Yeah, yep. that's super good. Uh, the other one is that you can make the enemy re-roll any natural rolls of sixes. Yeah, so you can counteract any poison attacks. I think it's super versatile. Killing blow. Killing blow monster slayer yeah and then lastly you have the ability which makes it so that every model in the unit that the priest has joined gets multiple wounds too that's also crazy that's, <laughs> that's crazy. Crazy. also crazy <laughs> and
0: it's a, that's a that's that's a very fun unit to bring when you make that uh, balance list so you can yeah. take different kind of opponent when you have that little toolbox
1: the high elf uh, VIP. it it must be the dragon of course course, the dragon i did misplay it a little bit because i used the breath weapon after i had marched yeah Uh, but i still even even considering that he's so good he's so good Uh, especially with julan's game plan when he had he had a banner that multiplied the rank bonus he gets and i charge him in the in the rear and disrupt Mm. him and Mm. he gets basically no combat result
2: in my mind i was totally set on like okay monsters can't disrupt they are just one model and then you said no they can. You no. just need five unit strength yeah. and they have unit strength na- nine. Yeah.
0: Know? That's nasty. Yeah. Uh, w- any regrets of, from the game? Like uh, something at a point in the game that you felt like I shouldn't have done that? I made a triple charge
1: with my Illyrian Reavers, my Skycutter, and my, what are they called? The other cavalry. Silver Helms. into Jonas two. Demogriff Knights yeah, and I got my ass whooped. Like <laughs> I lost that so badly, so my entire that entire side of my table just fell apart. Uh, so um, you shouldn't under underestimate a um, a uh, what is called a Dem- armor. What is called Demogriff knights. Yeah, no, but, armor save. Yeah, armor two save. Class yeah. Yeah. Two plus yeah. armor, armor save is is incredibly strong. You have armor piercing on the lances, but you still roll yeah you still have a really good save and that that broke me
0: It uh, is hard when you meet, meet a new unit to know how powerful or with what
2: should i take this
0: down yeah
2: uh, and the change from not getting like one armor piercing for every strength point above or above three like four yeah. get minus one like just having the static armor piercing or armor bane on the weapon isn't enough to deal with the 2-plus armor save most of the time. A 2-plus
0: armor save feel like, feels like it's very powerful yeah. in this game.
2: Because there's
1: very few things that have... Like, I've seen Armor Piercing 3. Yeah, I'm not sure I've seen any
0: higher than that. Not so far. I heard that uh, Beastman has uh, a lot of opportunity to get Armor Piercing. But I I haven't actually looked at the list, so I don't know why. But I, the, the I know I asked her
2: They get it from Primal Fury. Yeah. So they they roll a leadership test and then they can get various yeah. bonuses. The next
1: battle report is Beastman, yeah. so yeah. you get to see them in action. That's uh,
0: a, a good uh, tease too. So yeah. next, next Friday you get uh, Beastman battle report. Yeah. Beastman and, uh, versus dark elves. Beastman versus dark elves. Yeah. Uh, Jonas, did you have any tactical things
2: that you felt like you shouldn't have done? or yeah. I had two weak flank. Uh, I kind of relied on the cannon being able to hold off the cannon and the eagle but since the cannon blew itself up, yeah. then I had a detachment of 10 crossbowmen. They they crumbled. Yeah, and my chariot just had a straight honk honk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just went straight ahead. It hell. needs to be said, it wasn't your eagle that
1: broke them. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't. Worst eagle in the game. Yeah. But, but when we're talking about, like, hero hammer... Yeah, the eagle was horrible. <laughs> I was so disappointed with it afterwards. Yeah. Uh, but when we talk about, like, hero hammer... And, and usually we talk about, like, monsters and stuff. But you also had a small unit of knights with... Uh, is a captain of the Empire with the rune fang and small small like strong units like heavy cav or something like that with one hero can also be incredibly powerful because those five basically went through my Phoenix guard like yeah. s- like Swiss cheese <laughs> I, f- I
0: played I play the game with uh, vampire counts and the blood knights was that kind of same unit where yeah. if you have cavalry infantry will not get the charge no, no. no there, there's just no way that the infantry unit can get a charge upon a cavalry unit. So that's why, and when you get the charge and you have like initiative is six or something, you get to strike first. The Probably the front row won't get to beat you anything. You maybe you have impact hits, something like that. Uh, it's very powerful. Yeah. But it's also like a, a one trick. Because then when you stand there, if they come back, they yeah, die.
2: Yeah, you really need to alpha strike. Like, take yeah. them out, get out you of there.
0: You to pick. You have to pick that perfect amount of unit strength that you can take down with your 5 or 10 knights. Yeah, because when you don't get to use the lances again, yep. you're going to have a bad You're going to have a bad time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you really don't want to go into anything unbreakable. Or you yeah. do as I did. I uh, misplayed uh, and cheated and ha- used used the lance uh, m- at least once. I used the lance, oh. and where I shouldn't have.
2: Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if you actually get to countercharge the infantry either. I think the count- yeah Counter, you
0: you can't countercharge infantry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but but uh, infantry can countercharge you. So uh, that's that's the more usual way that when you have a, a cavalry unit and you go against infantry, infantry can counter-charge you, but you couldn't have done it. And that's, I mean, that's 9 of 10 that uh, cavalry will win over yeah. infantry. You have to do a really long bomb to fail with cavalry. Okay, so that's what I was thinking had. Thought about what the battle report? Some short th- thoughts about it. If you don't feel that you have anything more that you want to uh, fill in, otherwise we will go to the user comments and the rule mistakes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's learn. How long is the list? How long is
0: the list? Okay. This so isn't a perfect game. That's for sure. <laughs> now but it was the uh, second game. so yeah. Funded. But but we are very happy for the comments, and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna learn. So first off, we have uh, Neme, Nemo no name. Yeah, we're he gonna said, slaughter these guys, yeah, yeah. by the way. So <laughs> the Nemo no name. I yeah. should uh, that I should um, <laughs> be able to say. Yeah. Uh, someone has like s- a lot of s- numbers and just letters. They uh, will slaughter. Mm. If a single model. Unit marches, they cannot do the final free turn and they also only on a normal move and also cannot flame. So, this was a unit that made um, uh, it was like a dragon, yeah. Yeah. Where you and uh, I think that the issue here was uh, that um, uh, you re it was behemoth lumber lumbering uh, rule gives that you can do a pivot but you can't march
2: now uh, you c- unless you're marched you are allowed to make that like turn yeah uh but uh, we've misplayed both aspects of that yeah uh, because <laughs> you marched and you both used the shooting attack that was the breath weapon and you did the lumbering part yeah
1: mm-hmm. so if you have lumbering if you haven't if you're not haven't marched charged or fled you're allowed to to do a normal move and then a 90 degree pivot. I did a march move, <laughs> pivoted, and then I used my breast weapon, which I cannot do. So yeah. <laughs> I basically killed all of your uh, your handgunners yeah. with with that. So
0: yeah, yeah. And uh, Alex Madrigal 9703 had the same comment that yeah. um, you need to keep in mind what the dragon does. Uh, yeah. I
2: kind of think that's that's a safety wall uh, for flying because. Now that I know that they cannot do all that fancy stuff, uh, they become much less versatile. Yeah, I think flying is like semi-fixed from that alone.
1: Yeah, I mean in 8 they could march and, and do the, the breath weapon and that, that made them incredibly strong. Not being able to do that in, in the old world is... Uh, that's a big difference.
2: Yeah, and, and especially like not being able to do the turn because that means it's so much harder to get into an arc where you are allowed to charge. Something that you want to get into
1: combat with. Yeah, yeah, it is. You can still uh, wheel, like do the yeah, wheel, but move, that but costs but you, you the cost points. That cost yeah. points.
0: Yeah. And it costs a lot too with some units, some wheels, many inches
2: go away fast. When yeah, you do a especially wheel, when yeah. they are so short, like. Yeah.
0: So we got the same comment about the pivot from Tomikin 911 but he also wanted to remember or point out that when you do a failed charge, you only move the dice roll, so you don't add the movement. Yeah, we've played that play that wrong for
1: for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, you
2: need to move the full distance of the move, right? So if your roll is five and a three, then you need to roll the, the highest five. dice. Yeah. 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 And if you yeah. have swift stride, you add the uh, second dice. Roll.
0: I think you say. I think it says may.
2: Okay, so you need to roll the first die, the full move
0: swift stride i wouldn't take poison on maybe uh, we need to you, check maybe you can take up the swift stride rule while we take the next comment because the, he also wanted to say that you forgot about plus one for closed order in a combat and that's re- lem- remembering that closed order get one combat resolution and you also have a thing where you stood on a hill you get yeah. points for
2: uh, standing on a hill that was also a miss yeah uh, but the, the thing on the hill is that uh, in order for you to claim that bonus yeah. the ho- entire first row fighting row yeah needs to be on the hill and i think that in no, the it, case where the eagle was fighting we canceled each other out yeah but uh, I, there's there's a
0: lot of those combat resolutions that it's easy to forget and yeah. i i forget closed order all the time. Yeah. So I there. think so.
1: But but most uh, at least the, the matchups we have played, most of the time both units do have closed order. So it's yeah. just like even Steven. Uh, but I did check the sweep side rule and it says that you may add a D6 to your pursuit, flee or charge roll. Yeah. But in that if case, in May, you, should, you, you should do that a, when you roll, yeah. so then you have to add it. You can't okay. choose after you've rolled it. I, it no. doesn't it's not worded like that. Because then you already already used your May to roll. Yeah, it okay. In you the are, first place.
2: So, so if you roll a five-three on the first, yeah. then you pick the five, and then you add the swift stride. Yeah. And if that was like a two, yeah. so that you made a failed charge, then you go seven forward. Yeah, not, but you
1: could if you roll like one one and you realise oh, I'm not gonna make it either way. Then you could say I, I Decline to use my d6 and yeah, then you can use the lowest that's okay that's uh, a clever mechanic yeah actually. yeah but if you've already rolled it then you're yeah. then you're on your
0: own <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you have to go with it yeah. then so. we also have a comment regarding the griffin banner uh, so the griffin banner where you get a uh, combat resolution so you you have reread this rule about the griffin banner how is it stated and what does it do
2: uh, it is stated that you get to add plus two to your combat resolution instead of merely plus one. for For each uh, additional uh, rank, rank. B- behind the, the first fighting yeah. rank. Yeah. Uh, and in my mind, I kind of read that like, it, it like uh, substitutes the r- actual rules text for what my mind like, thinks is a shorter, like multiply the uh, ranks by two. Yeah. So you get, uh, if I have two uh, combat ranks, uh, then I would get plus 1 uh, for each of those and yeah. uh, with the Griffin ban I would get uh, times 2 instead yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know how it works actually
0: but I think it is I think it was th- that's the that's how but I read it too that yeah. Yeah, you, you instead it. of instead of getting uh, 1 bonus for a rank you get
1: 2 yeah, yeah. so you, you, d- you just double your rank bonus yeah. so if you have 2 ranks you get 4
2: yeah and that's that was, like, my my trick with that unit. Because oh. I wanted to have, uh, and now knowing that closed order also, or remembering that closed order, it would be closed order one, and then you would have two uh, ranks, plus four, and then you have the standard bearer, you are plus six, battle yes. standard bearer, plus seven static. But you yeah. only and g- then a dragon in the rear and <laughs> everything. <Yeah>. But <laughs> you only
0: get one <laughs> banner. Even, I don't think that you get them separately.
2: Yeah, you actually do. Yeah. I checked yeah. that. You get for battle standard and from from regular standard. Yes, yeah. they, they they count separately. They count separately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay. if you have multiple units with standards, yeah. Uh, so you have like the detachment, which uh, I made a mistake, and I should probably mention it. Uh, when I built the list, I put a standard in the detachment uh, unit as well, and yeah. they are not allowed to take it. Yeah. No. Yeah, but
0: it's it's a little bit hard on the when you have. Uh, when you have to do the paper and pen. Yeah. We have been used to having so great tools uh, and programs that tell you, you do this wrong, you do this wrong. So the, doing the list but with paper and uh, and pen and the computer is hard. Yeah, yeah. you do it in
1: like Excel. Yeah. Battlescribe you says, but you can't yeah. use this. You can't do that. Yeah, but, but there are yeah. kind
2: of good tools, actually. Like th- there's this tool, New Recruit uh, yeah. has support for the old world. And then you have the old world builder, Yeah, uh, yeah. also good. Th- they are getting there. Yeah uh, but when I
0: did my first list it was with Excel and it was much harder than uh, I was used to.
1: Yeah I think the old world builder is, is definitely getting there. Now I'm just starting to get all the the rules and stuff as well. Uh, if they can just get the like characteristics for all the units that yeah. would be amazing. Because that is what takes most time like I'm going to fight with with uh, my Phoenix Guard against your knights or what the uh, weapons guild I have <laughs> because yeah. you haven't uh, learned all of that yet. Yeah. So but that th- takes a lot of time now.
0: We have a, a good thing for all the Empire players and it is Pavostrovsky sixty one fifty one. I don't think that you need to declare if you are using ballistic skill or engineer for the re-roll before you re-roll artillery die. If you do the misfire you just use the ballistic skill. Oh and okay. that's true. I reread the rule. It doesn't say that you have to pick before as it did in 8 edition so yeah. here you if you m- pass the misfire then you're fine to use the ballistic kill mm-hmm. you don't have to choose beforehand okay. that's a big improvement to the yeah. engineer that was
1: the, the biggest problem with them beforehand i you always use them for my hellfire waller gun yeah. and
0: then if they didn't misfire, you felt a bit sad yeah. because <laughs> i
1: feel like i used something i didn't yeah. need
0: and and uh, you have uh, the chaos dwarves they need they didn't need to pick yeah, so the chaos for f- could just roll and then i pick which one i wish wish to use so yeah. it, it was a uh, often a little
2: bit unfair
0: when yeah, did I, so. I did
2: read it but i didn't like fully comprehend if that was how it actually worked so i didn't want to like make a mistake and like get one up on Mons uh, because i didn't uh, know reading
0: rules. rules is like lea- reading law books so yeah. uh i i i think that he's correct that's what I read. I feel like you, you don't have to state before. So, if you fail the misfire, then you re roll the misfire. If you pass, so you
2: don't have to do a misfire, you can use his ballistic skill. Yeah. Then he's well worth his uh, like 45 50 points that the engineer costs. Yeah. yeah. Empire has
1: so many mm. good sheep
2: characters. Yeah. yeah engineer and the warrior priest. And <laughs> the
1: two different warrior priests, even. Yeah.
0: Priest uh, of Ulrich and the priest
1: of Sigma,
2: yeah, right? Sigma.
0: Yeah. yeah, Both are great. Yeah. And then we have uh, a, a little small, but still important. Uh, when uh, you shot at a dragon with the Hellblaster, you forget that the uh, dragon is a large target, so you don't have any penalties for cover or such. And oh. you can use line of sight over uh-huh. other things. Yeah. Uh, so that's good to remember when you're shooting at large target, throw the cover rule away. Yeah. That was uh, the same in eight. Also. Yeah. And this was uh, this is a comment from one of those with a lot of numbers. So it's Ja, thirty-seven, D thirty-four. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, this is an important one. Um, we have two people who have uh, s- commented: Eduard twenty-seven, eighty-seven. I'm sorry. And then uh, Skarnak One. A said cannot do the spell if he is in combat. Yeah. That's huge, actually. That's huge. That's huge. That's uh, huge. And I, when I read it, and, and I was like, wait. Check the rules. And they're right. Yeah. I, I, I had missed that totally. And that
1: changes the game quite a bit. Uh, yeah. Both that you, you want your opponent's wizard to be in, in combat, so you can't dispel, but also that you don't want your wizard in combat.
0: But if you have like a level four wizard, yeah. you never want him in combat because you want him to be able to dispel. Yeah, but if, if, you, if
1: you kit him like assailant monster slayer dude, yeah. uh, then maybe you want him in combat. But I, I agree with you, most times you probably Most don't. times, yeah. most time.
0: If you have put the money or put the points in the level <laughs> 4, the money, yeah. if you put the points in, in the level 4, yeah. some, some armies, they, they are sheep. But yeah. for ar- some armies, they are a serious investment. They can't have him in combat if they can't use his yeah. spell.
2: I think that's probably the most relevant for Warriors of Chaos. Because their wizards can have like chaos armor yep. and or can get really beefed up. Yeah. Uh, but but there are some
0: assailment spells that are interesting. So I can see that you have a combat
2: wizard, but I have a hard time seeing that you have a combat wizard that is level 4. Yeah, so that. Uh, but then if y- he isn't level 4, then it might be the case that when you randomize spells, you don't yep. get the one that yep. you yep. actually want. Yeah. Yeah. You he need to
1: choose the, the right magic. I think the drag, dragon mage on, on High Elves is a good example. He he, he is riding on dragon. He can fight his level 2 wizard. He's like the perfect combat mage. Yeah. Uh, but level 4, you probably want to most times keep out of combat because I think. It might be more important to ensure that your opponent doesn't get any spells off than it is to make sure that you get any off.
2: Like in, uh, uh, I think some. that there are two different types of spellcasting. Either you want to be in the midst of the battlefield, and then you want to be level 4, dispelling everything that comes onto you. Yeah. Or you want to use the, what's it called, reserve moves. Yeah. To like cast magic and then reserve move out of range for the opponent. Yeah, like use big template spells, uh, yeah. magical vortex. I saw that that's a, a valid
0: tactic where you put a vortex spell and then you take your wizard and
2: yeah, yes. Get flee
0: so they can't <laughs> uh, dispel the vortex. Yeah. yeah,
2: Because then vortexes are really strong.
1: Yeah, and I think one one big difference between like 8 and Old World, in 8 you can usually have like a level 4 wizard that stands in like a health battery and it stands quite far back, but it can still cast a lot of spells and it can dispel. Because a lot of things, like 24 inches, is like minimum range in in 8th edition. Like most spells are around there. A lot of like 36 and stuff.
2: Or fewer, or like lower range.
1: Yeah, but but right now they're very short. Like most spells have like a range of 12, maybe like 9. So you can't really do that anymore where you have a wizard in a health battery. Because then it can't reach anything.
2: Oh, yeah, you you mean like in 8th edition. Yeah, Yeah.
1: in 8th edition you often did that. But I I try that now in, in the old world. And I realized that I, I can't reach anything that I want, so yeah. it was like useless. You need yeah. to have your your wizard, maybe not in combat, but it needs to be somewhere in the middle where you can reach stuff. Otherwise, it's just dead. It's just dead in the water.
0: I kind of look at mm-hmm. uh, when when I build this now, I will try to have the level four on either a horse or even more preferably like a monstrous cab, so they get a little bit more toughness and, yeah. and wounds.
2: Yeah. I think the absolute premium is the Bretonia uh, yeah. namecutter Royal, Royal Pegasus. Uh, you have Royal
0: Pegasus. You can have on the prophetess, and that's a super good example yeah. of a powerful because it will get. She will get skirmish. She will fly. She will get more toughness and wounds. So that there, you have a in my book a super wizard. Yeah, yeah. you
1: have it as well for the dark elves, Dark Pegasus. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can do the same thing with it's it's really good
0: and the dark pegasus yeah it's dark pegasus then is monstrous cab so yeah. you get to keep you get skirmish too yeah and it has fly as well yeah so that is nasty
2: nice I, I don't think you really need fly like just having skirmish so that you get 360 degree that's yeah the important that's thing.
0: Thing. that's the important thing but the caveat being able to fly over stuff it's like yeah it's it's that extra, extra sprinkle on top yeah it, as yeah. we should have said <laughs> in, in Swedish, <laughs> the dot above uh, the eye. Yeah, it is. <coughs> it is. Uh, next one, uh, Pepetis uh, 7943. Countercharge. You cannot do countercharge against infantry. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's true. Uh, we have read it too, as well. So we it's rem- good to remember. Countercharge is something you can do against chariots and cavalry,
2: but not infantry. Oh. Yeah. We, we did have one interaction during the game, where you did that triple charge against my Demogriff Knights. Yeah. Mm. Uh, in that scenario, you had your flying chariot at a range of 8, yeah. and you had your Illyrian Reavers at a range of 2, like yeah. basically in base contact. I don't know if my Demogriff Knights would have been allowed to counter charge the uh, Skycutter, because I think that you count against the skycutter's movement and it only has movement two, even though it has fly at the same time.
1: Yeah, that's one of yeah. the difficult rules because it says if, if you're uh, outside of the charging, target, charging target's movement characteristic, you're allowed to do a counter charge uh, as long as everything else applies. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, in the, in the skycutter's case, it only has like a very low movement, but fly 10. And th- yeah. in that case, you probably should be allowed to counter because fly isn't their movement characteristic. That's only an add-on. But yeah. we played it as you couldn't, but in retrospect, you probably can.
2: Yeah. Intuitively, I would say that the fly, like, should, you should be able to substitute the movement characteristic with fly. Yeah. But that isn't actually the rules. No. The rules text is check the model's movement characteristic. And if you are outside of that movement characteristic, then you can counter-charge.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the nitty-picky things. And I think it will get FAQ'd. Because yeah. I think that the intention is that a fly unit, uh, if you were able to counter-charge it, you have to be uh, outside of its fly range. But as rule is stated, I would say that as it is right now, you can because their move characteristics sometimes are very low. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't say that it substitutes their the movement no. characteristics. No. We reread that rule mm. and w- both me and Jonas had a more uh, less friendly discussion I would say. When <laughs> when we when we off <laughs> we camera <get> heated. Yeah, <laughs> when we off camera and discuss rules it becomes a little bit more nasty than this. But yeah. It's <laughs> like who
2: who can win the w- rules argument. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But we like those rules arguments.
0: Uh, And we have um, Andoran7 wanted to remember that Reavers can't charge if they fail a fear test. And this is important when you have a unit that has fear. You should have the opponent do the fear test because if you have unit strength that is higher and they fail the fear test, they can't charge you.
1: Yeah. And that's one of the things we discussed before Old World was released. I thought that was really strong. Uh, you didn't think it was wrong that that change, uh, but I'm not still not sure if it is or not. But but we have discussed that before. so it's yeah. a bit weird that we forgot about yeah. it.
2: I, I think that mathematically, since most units have so high uh, leadership values, yeah. it is less than like sixty percent likely to come into play. Like yeah, but
1: probably is. But when it happens, it's when it really happens, it's, it's yeah, it can be devastating.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's one of the things that we discussed a lot before. Uh, If a unit makes a failed charge, it moves directly towards the target a distance equal to the result. Yeah, this is the last, the same. So remember that you have, you move the charge roll, not the the dice. Yeah, and it's Mm -hmm. uh, Toffer, 1874. We also have uh, Daniel McCoy, 7331, who states... The Phoenix Guard, Ceremonial Halberds, are AP minus one and Armor Bane one. So those two sixes uh, would have been Armor Pan two.
1: That might be right. I know that they are plus one strength, yeah. their
0: magical attacks, and they're armor piercing. They are Ceremonial Halberds, combat, strength plus one, Armor Piercing one, Armor Bane one, fight in extra ranks, yeah. magical attacks, yeah. and two hands. Mm. that's yeah,
2: probably so. like one of the best weapons in the game
0: it's a very good weapon it's a like good standard weapon, weapon it's very like good, it's not yeah. standard but <laughs> still. But yeah, I forgot, yeah. I remembered most of the rules but <laughs> I
1: missed the armor <laughs> bane for, yeah, for sure yeah. but it's important yeah, but I think it's hard to remember what has armor bane and what hasn't uh, yeah. I think that's difficult but yeah. it's important
2: to remember it's I kind of wish I had dice that were like, on the five sides there were one color and then on the crit, they had a different, <laughs> so that my stupid brain doesn't like forget yeah. the sixes whenever they come up.
1: Uh, you can have uh, other symbols. Games work with
2: a lot of them
0: yeah. symbols, but maybe yeah, it but should be even more obvious. Not, like, yeah,
2: like it needs mm. to like. Hurt yes, the my the
0: brain. armor armor bane rule is a little bit hard to remember. Even if, if it's up, I, I uh, you can remember. Think I, I think I think it's natural to forget negative rules. So the the one animosity, for example, yeah. when you play orcs and goblins, you forget animosity all the time. But it's because something's that it's bad for you. So then you like filter it out and you forget about if it. You think about the good y- stuff. You think about yeah. the good stuff, and I think that's just a natural thing that a human brain does. Yeah. You yeah. think of the good stuff. So armor bane should be something that you remember, but it is hard to remember yeah. Yeah. for some reason. Uh, the Silver 77 have a couple of comments. One of them was when you cast a spell from the dragon. Yeah. You cast it backwards. And yeah, I it was either it was that you felt like the Hex spell you could cast it backwards. Or that you felt that he was a skirmish unit. But he isn't. He isn't allowed to. No. We we realized that uh, afterwards. We, yeah. we, t- we weren't
1: sure about Hex spells. Uh, we knew that uh, like magic missiles and all that stuff could only be caused in the forward arc but we we were unsure about hex spells so we did definitely misplay that. Yes. And Uh, an enhancement as well. But it feels like a large target sitting on a dragon should be able to to turn around and cast a spell but (laughs) we can't. (laughs) He can't. And
0: uh, he also pointed out that the steam cannon can do a grape shot. Oh. That's Uh, super useful. And I would agree with him because I Reread the rules, and it uh, st- it says it says that it use use the fire cannon rule. That's what it says. And uh, grape shot is under that rule. It's not like grapeshot shot is a separate rule. It's something that you can do when you do a fire cannon. And it said instead of firing normally, cannon crew can opt to fire grape shot, and then you have the grape shot rule. So I would agree that the steam can't. Steam ca- tank <laughs> should be able to okay. yeah.
1: do that a great shot. That makes it a lot stronger, I think.
2: Yeah. And uh, like grape shot, in Eighth Edition, it wasn't really a thing you did. Like it was kind of fun if you had the Iron Blaster, which could do that huge Strength ten grape shot. But since you needed to roll to hit after you rolled a dice to get out how many shots you got, so if you roll a ten, then even with uh, your ballistic skill, you were only likely to hit like three or four attacks. Yeah. and then you also need to roll the wound on that. It was never really viable. It was just better to just do the cannon shot and then get the multiple wounds.
1: Yeah. I disagree. I used it yeah. quite a lot, uh, especially with Empire. Like, a lot of people use War Machine Hunters, and that's usually small, weak units, like war Beasts and stuff. Shooting with the Grape Shot, panic, and they're, they're
0: out of there. But I think yeah. now um, it's even more important. Yeah, Where you n- don't now it's have much better. Now it's much better. when you When you don't have the D6... So now it's even more interesting to do a grape shot sometimes.
2: Yeah, Yeah. just roll, roll the artillery dice, you get six hits. That's six rolls to wounds. Yeah.
1: yeah. And cannons are super nerfed. Not only are they only, like, is it D3 plus
2: one wounds? D3 plus one. Yeah,
1: and they don't have that massive AP anymore. So you still yeah. get a lot of armor saves. Yeah. They have like AP minus three, I think. But even if you have a two plus, you still have a save. Yeah. you didn't have that before before I you were yeah, used yeah. Used I, I really dead. don't
2: think you should use them against knights and stuff but i think mm-hmm. they are still like valid against monsters most of most of the time you don't at least you don't have need to have two
0: cannons if you have a cannon you need one and then, then it, it it do we do something specific but like before when you felt like i want to have three cannons yeah. yeah that's not the case anymore
1: um, before uh, monsters had like five maybe six wounds yeah. now they can have like nine yeah and the cannons are nerfed in number of wounds they do yeah so you had to shoot them like <laughs> four <Yeah>.
0: times <laughs> to kill them so it's, it's a lot different now and that was actually all the comments from the first uh, from the the second battle report yeah. uh, since this is the first time that we, we try out this format I wanted to go through the comments from the first battle report as well yeah and uh why uh, y- we, y- we have like it's it's su- uh, sunday yeah. and we released the video on friday so yeah. it's the it's about the first 24 and uh, hours that's the comments that we are going through uh, yeah, 48 w- yeah f- uh, f- mm. Not quite 48 hours because it takes some time to do the script and yeah. write them <laughs> down, <laughs> answer mm. them. So some I, uh, I looked at the comments and we haven't taken all the comments after that. But the first 24 hours, if you make a comment, it will probably go in, into yeah. a podcast and we will discuss it in a similar manner as this. And yeah, if,
1: uh, if it's uh, like relevant. We, yeah. we get like, uh, the last video right now has like 120 comments. Yeah. So we can't do all of them no, but, <laughs> but, but but it's <laughs> also
0: that's one of the big things that we uh, I want to have the comments discussed yeah yeah because i i agree we okay. we are very happy for yeah. all the comments that are made uh, and of course if, if you we are also super happy for all the good feedback like uh, you that many people like the format and such and that's what we also are happy for and we also happy for taking critique like um we shouldn't complain about dice. That's something that we should remember I'm yeah. looking at more like
2: shaking the camera. Shaking yes. the camera. <laughs> That's
0: things that we take. We, we read them and we will take them seriously. Yeah, and, and have
1: a- patience while we learn in the game. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like you are.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I I want to talk touch a bit
1: about, <laughs> now I'm going into complaining, <laughs> but about, about the dice rolls. I think one of the things that I like about the way we do battle reports is that we have emotion yeah like a lot of people that, that do bad reports it's just like they don't show any large emotions for like when they do something really good or something really bad but we lean into that <laughs> like we can be really happy we can be quite salty and, and a little bit pissed off and i think that's good like you, yeah. you don't want to see like robots playing you want to see like people and we are friends we're having fun like when when we're salty we're not like actually angry it's just like it's it's part of the game it's part I, of the game I think it's I, fun I
0: I, I I do think about it when I when I play I think I I often think about not being too negative yeah because it could uh, it depends on who I'm playing yeah I think it's because we play uh, each other so often so even if I'm salty Mons isn't getting salty he's yeah. actually getting happy yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and it, it goes both ways uh, oh. if i were to play in a tournament i would never play and say the things that i do on this channel against you too and also martin yeah because you know that it is a little bit of fun but if i were to play a, a, a new opponent i yeah. wouldn't say bad things or complain but we do that because we kind of do it because we know that the other one will like <laughs> to hear yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I think that
1: that is the important point like we act yeah. in a certain way against each other yeah. and then we can when when something goes really bad for you i can be really happy yeah. about that but if uh, but if, if, if i'm it, playing it at a go, tournament it i don't go. do that no. i don't do that no,
0: no. so th- that's that's the thing that maybe isn't i i do agree with all the comments about this that when you pe- play a, yeah. an opponent you shouldn't complain. You should think about what you're saying because it, it might make the experience for the opponent not as good, but in our case, it actually makes that the impo- opponent gets more happy if I'm saying Yeah, we enjoy
1: um, the game more when it's been played that way, but we, we have to be really, really careful yeah. when we convey it, like we, we don't go to tournaments and like, I no. oh, you dice, so they, they really suck and no. like, celebrate everything when they lose, and now no. we don't do that. Uh, but with other people no, no. but it, it's mm-hmm.
0: just it, it's in our yeah it's the our four, the group of us four who really can hammer yeah. on that
2: yeah uh, but that kind of goes into like how the game and hobby should be like the hobby should be a place where you can feel free let out emotions let out yeah. some steam yeah and, uh, yeah, but was, uh, yeah but
1: you have to be really careful when you are at tournaments. Yeah. like you can't negatively affect someone else's experience that no, you don't know exactly yeah. um, so uh, then you have to put the happy face on you have to be happy <laughs> and you
0: can't celebrate your wins too much and, and, and that, we that. On, yeah, totally. that we agree. agree on totally agree we, we agree on that, but what we do on this channel we we allow ourselves to both Enjoy the victory and uh, be angry when we fail. Yeah, and enjoy
1: the defeats yeah. of our opponents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the be- what is best in life? Yeah. <laughs> what do you
0: say? The greatest pleasure is um, enjoying someone's misery. Well, I don't. We hate that Swedish expression. But it's like uh, it, it's not that important that I
1: win, but it's very important that you lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think I think Conan has a quote on that. <laughs> yeah. What is best in life? <laughs> yeah. something yeah. like that.
0: Okay, so now we, sadly, Martin isn't here. He ha- was playing the, the Skaven in the Battle Report one. But yeah. we're going to quickly touch on the comments from that video as well. And there we had the Storm Wyrmin has Strength 3 and uh, they wound on 4+. plus. On the black orcs with halberds but if they do they don't have a four plus save because halberds require two hands oh he was using okay. the shield he was yeah he, no. he was <laughs> using the shield no. and now no. it's no. a great time to be actually <laughs> salted because <laughs> yeah. but
2: but uh, how, how does that work uh, i kind of realized that you wouldn't get a parry save but no. in eighth edition it used to be that if you had heavy armor and then you had a shield and even if you had another weapon which didn't allow you to use the shield, you still got the bonus to the armor save. Yeah, you did uh,
1: get that in Night in Edition. I can check the rule for, uh, for We shield. don't
0: have parry here. So.
2: Yeah. It, I- if, if, like if,
0: if if you get if you were to get the armor save here, you would get everything that the SHIELD actually gives you oh. here. So I would say without even looking that when it states required two hands,
2: it will take away the shield yeah. and I, what I, the shield I think bonus that does. It's probably the correct way, like, and that is the intuitive way as well. Mm. Like, if you have two hands, you can't really use the shield. Uh, but
1: yeah, it, it says that uh, a model uh, that uses shield cannot use alongside a weapon with it requires two hands yeah. special rules. A shield can still be used against wound caused by shooting or magic. Uh,
0: yeah. But yeah um, yes, we have uh, Amdor who pointed out and uh, you and Martin also commented on this afterwards yeah. that you aren't you, you can't uh, post put uh, screaming bell within clan Rats when you deploy when no you, it can't be part of that unit so the screaming bell is one unit and uh, Clan Rats is different units. And that's the thing he did because he played 8th edition that you deploy them in a group. But here you don't. Oh, the, it's screaming the rule push the
1: long or something you, like that. You, you d- don't have the push. Yeah but, oh, y- okay, it, it so ha- yeah, but it has a rule called push the long. I'm 90% sure about this. Uh, and that means that you need a unit strength of of something to
0: to push it.
1: Yeah, I, I believe so.
0: Screaming Bell is no longer deployed in a unit. You have to place it at a chariot and keep close to pushing unit as such. Also, you no longer declare the point where the Abandonation goes out. Oh.
2: It's probably in the uh, Ravening. Ravenous Horde. No, it's mm. has some. It, it's it's the,
0: the difference, I think, is that y- it is a separate unit. Yeah. So it isn't deployed within the unit of Clarence. It should be either in front on the or the side. Because it says here...
1: Our uh, mobile altars are pushed along or carry or th- There is a rule called "pushed along" or something like that. So we, I think we have to check that
2: before. But we it's probably in the Skaven rulebook. <laughs> in, in in they have course. it as well for dark elves. It mm. should be in the it's probably in the dark elves rule rulebook. Then no, maybe. But yeah, that that's probably the case. Uh, I I don't have any ah. reasons to to doubt that. Uh, it actually you could since you
0: since you don't since you don't have to be one inch apart you can deploy them very very close to each other but then you wi- will make movement much harder yeah uh, but yeah. in that case they they can be de- deployed they couldn't just be deployed as one unit yeah. i think that's the the difference yeah
1: but i think we also made a mistake there because I- in the end martin made a charge against my bsb and yeah. then he Charge with his screaming bell as well and that has to be pushed along and that needs a certain unit strength to be able to be pushed yeah. and he didn't have enough unit strength so it shouldn't actually have been able to, to charge and, and one other thing that I, I saw that you need to charge at least um, 3 inches to get impact hits yeah. and that's something we also misplayed, uh, uh, he, he charged yeah. shorter he charged 2 inches and got impact hits but, um, but that
0: was your first game, yeah that was me yeah. and Martin's first so, game, yeah. so uh, w- I think we're going to have a couple of them. I think we had, uh, I think we have a comment on that too. Yeah. But now comes one of those, co- one those uh, little bits of uh, discussion where I, uh, uh, we have um, G. Andorian for, for 6. For the first failed charge of the Black Oars because they got stuck, G.V. has fucked, that those charge wheel, as long as they don't finish your move in your unit, you can pass through it. I actually think that he is wrong here, and you played it right. So when you you had a a unit of black orcs, and then you had a giant in front, and you said you couldn't wheel pass the giant, and that's the right play but you are allowed to have the first rank go through there you are not allowed to have the first rank to go through unless it's a pivot and if it's a wheel you are allowed the back ranks to go through but not the front rank yeah that's uh, a tricky one this is a tricky one i can read the fiq when a unit performs a maneuver can its front edge pass through another unit the the answer from uh, gv no the only exception to this is when a unit pivots and there's a difference between wheeling and pivoting a pivot then you have the center of the unit and you turn around that center a wheel you will fix one point on the edge and you will turn from that that's the difference and pivots happens for example when you have open order so when you have a unit that has open order you can move and then you can do a free pivot yeah at the end so that's or like pi- lumbering like lumbering so right. that's a that's a pivot but when you when you uh, wheel it doesn't count as a pivot so there, there it I think you played correctly and if anyone has uh, a different opinion Bring it, bring it, it. bring (laughs) it. it. (laughs) it. Golgrim, I'm only 20 min in, but here's a couple of things you missed about orcs and goblins so far. 20 (laughs) minutes in. (coughs) Orc shamans have the mob special rule, meaning that your spells were 5 plus to cast, not 4 plus. Orcs Mm -hmm. have warband rule so they can reroll charges. So two things, and... They're both true. So when you have a unit strength or more and you put your shaman within him... you Unit get
1: strength of what? Ten. Ten. Ten or more. Ten.
0: You get plus one to cast.
1: That's really good. That's I good. I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: And uh, also they have warband. So you get to uh, re-roll failed charges.
1: That is also very, very good.
0: Yeah. Good to no? know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not <laughs> often that you yeah. misplay.
1: Yeah. But I... I against yourself no no that <laughs> i should should have played the uh, misplayed some rules that uh, uh yeah was the other way yeah <laughs> but i think also one of the problems like how we play we want to showcase a lot of armies you don't get that much play time with every army at least not in the beginning yeah um so that's um that's a reason as well, I think, if I'm making excuses. <laughs> yeah, th- that's an excuse, and, <laughs> yeah. and we don't have excuses no, don't here
0: It was wrong play, <laughs> yes. and next time you can uh, um, lay on the cheese and do the re-roll and have plus one to yeah. cast. Now I enjoy. need to play it. them again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Skarnik1. In the first combat between the trolls and the help it abonation. Okay, uh, this is... Uh, it's a scenario where you had trolls and you had one of the trolls were outside fighting rank. Yeah. And then we we all have to remember that he only gets a supporting attack.
1: Yeah. We we did that mistake
0: the first combat yeah. and then we realized the
1: second combat. Yes. But I know that we definitely did that. He was not in, in base contact with the help it and I still rolled all attacks. So the, then I did a mistake in my favor. Yes. So that's precisely <laughs> what one. you wanted. <laughs> and you,
0: uh, he also said that uh, both Pit and uh, Giant have stomps. Yeah. And now stomps works against
2: everything. Yeah. Except Behemoths, right? No, it's just extra
0: attacks. I believe I it works against I everything. I don't
2: think you can stomp Behemoths. I think you
0: can stomp a Behemoth. I think you can stomp everything. We check, check, check the check. stomp. But uh,
1: we re- that was also one of those things that we forgot <laughs> the first combat, but we realized um,
0: the second combat, or one of the
1: later ones at least.
0: Um, while you check the stomp rule, Skarnak 1. The Orc player re rolled the break test into 4. Now, normally that would have been give ground, but the Skaven player forget that he got a screaming bell roll all enemy units within 18 inish minus 1 and that's also one of those things that it's it's it, it was the scaming player who he had a, a a better thing that but he got played misplayed and forget about it yeah. and those th- things can really bite you in the ass behind <laughs> if you forget a lot of those things that actually give you good things so that's something that martin should remember when he actually ruled that yeah
1: this is the difference between stomps for behemoths and stuff there is a difference uh, you can use stomps against behemoths but behemoths has a rule called thunder stomp and that makes it so that uh, their stomp attacks have an ap of minus two however the thunder stomp rule cannot be used against behemoths so oh, then you don't get armor okay. piercing so you can stomp behemoths, but you cannot thunder stomp behemoths. Oh, okay. yeah. okay. uh, So that is the difference. That's good to know. Yeah.
0: Also, remember skirmishes have a thirty, uh, 360. a three sixty degree, so okay. you can't
2: hide behind them.
0: Yeah. And it yeah, was also Skarnak uh, one who pointed that
2: out. Yeah, the Asian the yeah. assassins that wanted yeah. to come in and hunt war machines. Yeah, yeah. and
0: it, so so he yeah. he just go crazy with the skirmish rule yeah. and that, that's I kind of also g-
2: briefly mention skirmishers I think yeah. that's probably one of the strongest rules in the whole old world
1: yeah and you're gonna see that also in the next battle reports how effective cavalry with skirmish are like their threat range is immense because yeah. <laughs> wherever you are they can just come at you I think skirmish is very
2: strong very yeah strong. it just feels so good like pegasus knights yeah I think they look absolutely fantastic i don't see any fault at all with them
0: i would like t- like i said i would like to play a level four prophetess on a royal pegasus and just go crazy go ahead
2: yeah. <laughs> i just think you bring like the lances that the bretonia has on them and just go and kill stuff
0: yeah i think pegasus knights
2: yeah, Sk- with skirmishers like a block and of maybe uh, six of them yeah. beastman also has those weird ones that, like you never saw them in eighth edition Santigor. Uh, Sentigors,
1: the ones that are drunk. They need yeah. to roll a drunken table. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, and um,
1: that might d- might be the guys I'm talking about <laughs> here. It's <but laughs> <laughs> <Okay. is> bullshit. <laughs> skir- skirmish
0: yeah. is a very powerful rule. And very, uh, both, both who have the skirmish unit and if you play against it, r- remember that you can't hide. They, yeah. they see everything. And it was actually the last comment. So we're going through the rules mistake that we gotten from the first 24 hours on the f- second battle report and all of them from the first battle report
1: yeah but th- good to remember we, we're not only going to talk about rules mistakes like yep. do we have a, a comment that uh, that is valuable in any way we will yeah. take it up in this, this podcast yeah yeah um,
2: it would be really fun to like read some comments regarding deployment regarding like tactical decisions the list like, building. Did we make like? It's it's subjective. Like, there's no objective truth. Like, this was the correct way to play. But it would be nice to get that discussion in as well.
0: I yeah. don't remember. We had some of those kind of comments as well. I only I, for for this episode. I picked specifically. Rules mistakes. Yeah, but I think that's but good
1: because we are learning, we are in a and, learning and everyone mistakes. else is also yeah. learning the yeah. game.
0: and so. we hope that you get something out of this too. That yeah. some of you picked up some rules. Ah, that's how that works. Yeah. Uh, and that's um, what we hope for with this podcast. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if if anyone, if you have any questions and anything, just leave a comment and we will take it up. And that's I hope that you will be back for the next podcast. But for now. I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. See you the next time. See you next yeah. time. Bye. Bye.